Uh, the opinionated food guy who people either loved or hated, majority hated, and I'm like, I was fine with being hated. Um, and it was people were giving you hate. Oh, bro, you'd be surprised how deep people take their food. Like literally, I've gotten death threats. Are you serious? Over my food opinions. I've gotten people <laughs> get very racial. About <laughs> their food. You know what I mean? I get people yeah, who get visceral. Deep, <laughs> bro. I had posted a video about like uh, liking scrambled eggs opposed to like hard boiled eggs, and I had a guy in my DMs like you, and I'm not going to cuss here, but he used some expletives. He used some slurs. About wow. My opinion on eggs. I had to reply like, bro, <laughs> chill. Yeah. I'm talking about eggs. <laughs> like, you are taking this too far, bro. It's like. I Sweet. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing well, sir. How are you? God. If I ever like just kind of like start looking like I'm looking off into a distance, it's not just because I'm zoning out. It's because I'm just getting lost in the lusciousness of Stop that this. voice. Stop. This. Of that Stop voice, baby. Stop my it. goodness. <laughs> I could t I could talk to my boy Stefan Johnson all day. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know him, I mean, get under a rock because if you're not on TikTok, if you're not on Instagram, I, I would believe it'd be hard to... I wouldn't believe you if you said that you didn't at least hear his voice once in a while. But now we're putting a face to the voice, especially if you're here in Northeast Ohio because you do a lot of Bally stuff. You're on commercials, a lot of voiceover stuff. But, I mean, huge on TikTok. Uh, 7.7 million. 7.7, .7, but who's yeah. counting? No one's yeah, counting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to, we're going to, with this, with the Love in the Land podcast, we're going to bump those numbers up to 771 I'll take two, every three. Last yeah. Every last bit counts. So I get at least nine followers out of For this. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's that's I'll worth two hours of your day. There we go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, Stefan Johnson, voiceover artist, TikTok star, food critic, and also just known as the snack daddy, baby. Oh snack my daddy. gosh. Well, you're the Cleveland snack of morning news, right? I'm the, the snack of Cleveland morning news, baby. <laughs> that's right. So that's why Stefan and I really get along uh, so well, because we're both snacks in some way. I think you, you you're you're more of the devourer of the snacks yeah. yeah yeah but i mean like it's it's the same thing like i'm like left twix you're right twix right i, I love oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so which one's your favorite twix is it left twix or right twix you know i like the the subtlety of right twix but sometimes yeah. you just want that boldness of the left twix so God. i think i'm digging the left twix you know my, I mean? my goodness e even yeah. just the breakdown of the left to right twix i mean that that is inspirational <laughs> stuff dude thank you so much for for coming in what is your life looking like right now we did a a segment last year is around like september or october where we drove around and some uh, Cleveland food, and yeah. you know that was a lot of fun. We had the Slimans. We went, uh, you know, to a few larder, a few different places. But yeah. uh, what's your life looking like these days? Oh, I mean, basically, it's just a wake up voiceover after voiceover, um, and then you're going to um, record the content, of course. Then a lot of editing, and then I'm going out recording more content, and then family. Um, bought a house last year. Look at so, you, you know, just all that TikTok that. money, all that TikTok money <laughs> paying dividends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, life's good right now. That's awesome, man. And you, you are a, a Cleveland guy, too. So, you yeah. know, what's, what's funny is that I followed you first on, on TikTok just because I'm like, this guy is hilarious, you know, also the booming voice, the luscious voice, all, all of that. I was just sucked right in. Uh, but then I was like, oh, dude, Cleveland guy. I got to, like, interview this guy. And thankfully, like, you're super generous with your time and are wanting to come in. What is... Um, what was it like growing up in Cleveland? Where'd you grow up? What's your experience been like here? No, well, I grew up on Huff. Um, it was uh, 81st and Huff before I moved to 79th and Huff. Um, and it was a rough area. Um, yeah. But luckily, my little pocket was kind of the little quiet 
sector of the rough area, so I didn't have too much trouble. Sure. But my neighborhood was like, if you go too far this way, this way, or this way, this way, things got real. So yeah. I, but I always managed to kind of stay out of trouble. Um, graduated from Martin Luther King High School in 2008, then went to the Ohio Media School, formerly the Ohio Center for Broadcasting. Um, and then discovered music, discovered voiceover, um, and things started to kind of take off from there. You didn't discover voiceover like the day you came out of the womb? Or did you come out being like, wah? Or, oh, no. Well, my voice dropped when I was about 12. Like, I had instances okay. where, mind you, I'm like 12, 13 years old. I'm calling girls' houses or whatever it is yeah. with this voice. Yeah. Your father picks up. And I pick up with this voice. You yeah. know what I mean? And then I have to go over like, What is this 40-year-old wanting exactly. with my 12-year-old daughter? Oh, bro, I'd have to go over girls' houses and explain myself. Like, Yo, look, bro, I'm 12. You yeah. know what I mean? This isn't some geriatric man calling your 12-year-old daughter. Like, I'm 4'11", sir. Yeah, exactly. there's, no, there's no problems here. But uh, but uh, you've basically had this voice since that, that yeah. long? 12 years old, bro. Was it just yeah. like one day you were all the way up here, and then the other day you are like, oh, I am Stefan Johnson. You know, I, I think it was like a gradual thing. I can't yeah. really pinpoint the exact moment, but like I just – People started to point it out, and I'm like, oh, wow, this is a little different, huh? You know? Yeah. Here we are. And here you are making a career out of that, the lusciousness of your voice. And if you yeah. didn't, I think you would have every – because, like, there's people that I – that I, you know, I talk to a lot of people, um, and it's like, man, you, you would have had a great radio career. Like, did, did people would – if you were, like, in sales or something like that, I think everyone and their brother would be like – dude, why aren't you in radio? And, and here you are. You no, know, I mean, I kind of got that my whole life, like, because the whole reason I got into the Ohio media school was because people always said you should do radio Yeah. Um, before I even discovered what voiceover actually was. Um, and then people said, oh, you should do podcasting. You should do like hosting or whatever it is. And then I went to school, started to play around with all the forms of media, whatnot. And then I discovered voiceover from there. But people always said, oh, you should do radio. You should do something with that voice, you know? Yeah. When did you look at this and be like, all right, I could make this into a career. Was it in, was it in high school? Were you doing things in high school or a little bit later? A little bit. No, I'll say like probably the senior year of high school because I was a slacker and I was in a band that was pretty popular. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I was a C average student at best. That's the same, man. You know. C's get degrees, dude. <laughs> exactly. That's all about. Yeah, just get, just get through. <laughs> just you get know? through. Just get it done. No, <laughs> and, no bells and whistles. Yeah, and then and just try good. to have a decent personality. Exactly. You know? Be a yeah. nice person. Um, but then I got to senior year. I'm like, okay, maybe I should start to take life seriously. My guidance counselor was like, hey, you got this voice. Here's this pamphlet for Ohio Broadcasting School. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll be uh, a Rover, an Alan Cox. Maybe I'll be a Ricky Smiley. Maybe I'll be a, a disc jockey. Um, and then, again, still during school there, I'm like in a band. We were pretty popular. It was a pop punk band here in Cleveland. And Give them a shout. What, what was um, the band's name? We were at 1,000 Hours. We named ourselves after a Green Day song because before we started writing music, we just covered a bunch of Green Day stuff. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? That's the only thing we could do. Three you know, chords, no problem. Stick you know? with the classics. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so I didn't even take it seriously then because we were popular. We wanted to do like Warped Tour. And we wanted to do like Leeds Festival. We wanted yeah. to travel, do the music thing. But then people started having babies, getting married. We started Life. getting old. You know what I My mean? My goodness. Yeah. Turned out the band wasn't going to be the long-term thing for us. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, this voiceover thing, let me take it seriously. Wasn't even taking it seriously then because I was um, a concierge at the Hilton downtown. Okay. Um, I'm thinking like, oh, maybe. I'll be get my um what is it what do they call them like my wings be like a world class concierge yeah um, but then I realized kind of hate my job <laughs> and then I'm like you know what I mean let me start taking this voiceover thing seriously built a studio got some agents got some clients and here we are like eight years later it's full time gig you would be a stellar concierge because 
if I'm walking up to you and you tell me to go to anywhere, they're like, oh, go try this sushi place over here. I'm like, dude, I, absolutely. Like, don't give me any other <laughs> options. Like, I will take your word as Bible. Yeah, and it's like weird now because now I'm actually in the food space. And back then I was kind of flying by the seat of my pants. You know, the Hilton had just opened for the RNC and they recruit, recruited a bunch of people who were just good at talking to people. I knew nothing about the city. Even yeah. I had lived here my whole life. I knew nothing about the food scene here. And I had to kind of just learn it. And even by the time I ended up leaving the Hilton, I didn't really know much about the Cleveland food scene. Sure. And now I look back now like, oh, dang it. If I would have known, what I told I know some people now. some bad advice. Honestly, I gave some, some people some rough recommendations I knew nothing about. And you have to lie to, at least I lied. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I go to this place weekly. They yeah. have the best um, um, tartare in the city, whatnot. I hadn't eaten there once. Yeah. Eaten there once, you know what I mean? Because with concierge, do they yeah. kind of, will, will they like, will restaurants around the city pay? The oh, Hilton yeah. pay you. Were you getting mm -hmm. under the table money oh, yeah. for this? Pe oh, yeah. nice. Pe restaurant owners will come it's in you. to my desk um, weekly and be like, hey, suggest us to people coming in. Uh, we'll give you a kickback or whatnot. And um, I had never stepped foot in a restaurant. And I was just like, oh, okay, I'll get $20 for every reservation. Yeah. yeah sure, let's do it. I'll and, send people to the Steel Yard Applebee's for days, bro, man. you know what I mean? <laughs> Honestly, and I did that for a minute until one of the senior concierge there, Anthony. Shout out, Anthony, if you're listening to this at all. Yeah. Um, but he was like a veteran. He had come from like, he was deep in the trenches of like the Cleveland um, concierge yeah. scene and he started to kind of take me out he of He came way, from the you know salt I mean? mines of Lake Erie. Exactly, yeah. you know what I mean? He started to kind of guide me and help me get my life together, you know what I mean? As far as the concierge side of things at the Hilton goes. You know? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations. I didn't realize that you were a concierge. Yeah, I, was, I did that for about two years at the Hilton and then for like maybe six months at the Ritz-Carlton. Look at us go. Yeah. Just getting to know each other. <laughs> my goodness, my goodness. So then now, I mean, you're, you're wildly popular um, and have been able to make your voice uh, a career. When, and, you, and this really kind of, forgive me if I'm, but you, like, you got the big jump and the big boost on TikTok. Yeah. And tell me how that kind of started, how you kind of got into TikTok. Was it something that you're like, all right, I'm going to use this platform as a, a way to boost my career? Or was it initially just to have fun? No, it started off just to have fun. You know, it really kind of boosted um, or came to my forefront with um, COVID. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that's, that's, it's so wild. TikTok yeah. hit the exact right time. Exactly. If it came mm -hmm. out maybe a few years earlier, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't know what it would have been. Who knows? Yeah. But like, like I think it had been out for six to eight months. What, what I had kind of been on it for six to eight months at that point. But then when everyone was home, it was like, I got nothing else to do. I see all these TikTok trends. Let's do a stupid dance video. Yep, that was me. Like literally, I just kept hearing about this thing called TikTok. And then I finally downloaded the app. And I'm like, oh, it's almost like Vine, but just like one minute videos. So I'm yeah. like, maybe I'll make some videos to make my friends laugh. And um, I made a video about my top favorite um, breakfast sandwiches. And I woke up the next day, had like... Like two million views, and I'm like, dude, maybe we have something here. You just you, know you I mean? knew you, you like you already had it like in you because that is like the number one thing on TikTok. It's like lists, <laughs> yes. ranking. Mm -hmm. Like I, I I could see someone just randomly and being like. Yeah. This idiot like <laughs> <laughs> exactly. it creates like controversy and it does give their opinions on it and um i made a follow-up video and then all of a sudden i became like the food guy uh the opinionated food guy who people either loved or hated majority hated and i'm like i was fine with being hated um and it was people like, were giving then, you hate oh bro you'd be surprised how deep people take their food like literally i've gotten death threats are you serious my food opinions i've gotten people <laughs> get very 
racial about <laughs> you know what i mean i get people yeah, who get they're going visceral. deep <laughs> bro i had posted a video about like uh, liking scrambled eggs opposed to like hard-boiled eggs and i had a guy in my dms like you and i'm not going to cuss here but he used some expletives he used some slurs about wow my opinion on eggs and i had to reply like bro <laughs> chill yeah. i'm talking about eggs <laughs> like, you are taking this too far bro it's like i am not talking about social <laughs> politics or anything like bro. that we are talking about hard-boiled versus <laughs> <laughs> I used to brag eggs. about how my sector of the internet was the most unproblematic. I'm not yeah. talking politics, religion, um, um, race, or anything. I'm thinking no one can really hate someone over food yeah. until I got that DM. And yeah. I'm like, there are some mentally just off people in the, in the world. There is something about food, though, too, because like mm-hmm. I do a decent amount of, of food stuff with, with WKYC, right. and <clears throat> I don't come out and say... Rarely I do. I'll be like, this is the best. This is the best. Yeah. I did post just randomly. Yeah. Um, the uh, I was at Slimans. I posted a picture of a corned beef sandwich, which yeah. is like, you know, awesome. Yeah. Um, I said, man, the best corned beef sandwich in yeah. Cleveland. Right. And it got like 5,000 people liking it, mm-hmm. like a, 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 a thousand comments. Yeah. And Every, people were like getting pissed. It's, yeah. there, there is something about food because I think it's like a, it, it, it's some people have an identity with it because if they eat it every day, but then yeah. there's also memories tied to it. Oh, like yeah, my mom made yeah. eggs you know this I mean? way. Like probably yeah. that guy, his mom made eggs a Could certain be. way and he yeah. was just like, and had maybe a tough relationship with mom or yeah. something. And <laughs> and just mommy true. issues. You know what I mean? Honestly, and especially you talking about the uh, corned beef because yeah. it can get cultural. Yeah. It can get nostalgic and you know what I mean? And then even between the two Slimans, there's the one down here and then there's the one out, what is it? Um, Independence or yeah. whatnot. There's like a little mini battle rivalry there or what nine people get passionate about that and then you know? east side west side in cleveland too mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i mean it could just just snowball honestly. Yeah. yeah that's crazy though so okay so you start getting some some traction when was it like because this is what is if you don't mind me asking yeah. like pers- i'm not asking you how much money you make but yeah. like your percentage wise of like income of like voiceovers to like commercials to TikTok. I mean, I got you. Yeah. um, Well, voiceover is still by far the breadwinner Um, Yeah, just because it's like the TikTok stuff and the um, social media, whatnot, it just all eventually leads back to voiceover because I get so many voiceover gigs based off of my food videos. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so you got the TikTok creator fund and the YouTube creator fund and stuff like that. So the sites pay you and then like this brand deals like McDonald's will reach out and say, Hey, let's talk about this and we'll pay you this amount of money or whatnot. Um, But by by and large, I get a email or multiple DMs daily with companies saying, "Oh, I heard you on this video. We'd love to have you do some voiceover for us." Sure, you know what I mean. That's every day, opposed to like maybe a couple times a week, couple times a month, or the one time payment a month um, of the creator funds. You know what I mean. So by and large, the voiceover is still paying the bills. You know, and that's also like the. I think a lot of people get either if they're if they're not. I mean. You're an anomaly. You've blown up on TikTok. You've really been able to capitalize on it. But even if you're just like 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 me, I have like ten thousand followers on TikTok. That's like massive, it's a, not not massive, but it's like big. I have followers. Yeah. Um, and then you know Instagram, I have like six thousand, something like yeah. that. But it, I, I have been able to grow a brand still to where people know who I am, yeah. you know, and and know what kind of I I'm there and talking about, but. The fact that some people look at it and they're like, ah, it's stupid. It's like, I'm not getting any traction on that or anything, but it's like, it's free marketing. 
That's what I tell people, the social media thing. It's free marketing, free branding, it's free networking, honestly, because you have the power to do whatever you want and say whatever you want and put whatever image you want out. And then instantly, depending on how the algorithm picks you up, you can have a million people looking at your brand in 24 hours. And even on the smaller side of that, you have five, if you get 5,000 views on a video, that's 5,000 people who would not even know you exist unless you posted something and it's for free. Yeah. And then you got these people who want to scoff at it like it's a trend, like it's something beneath them or whatnot. <laughs> Bro. Yeah, this internet thing's going to really die out soon. <laughs> Bro, literally. Like, you know what I mean? And I get friends who are get discouraged. Like, I only got 3,000 views on this video. They look at, like, a video of mine, and it gets, like, a million views or whatnot. But like, bro, 3,000 people. That, that's like filling up a stadium. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how many people you have on your brand right now. That really is a good free. good way of looking at it. Yeah. I mean, you're filling up countries, but... Well, I mean, <laughs> but still- honestly, though, like, you have like 3,000 people. That's 3,000 bodies, 6,000 eyes looking at what you did for free. Yeah, yeah. You need to utilize it. And, you know, you've just taken off over the past three years there what's been kind of like the the pinch me moment maybe on, on tiktok for you where yeah. you were like wow like this is a heck of a door or opportunity that opened well i mean when people who i grew up watching on tv um started to like reach out to me and say they were fans of what i do really who yeah bro oh man name like, drop so, baby so me i'm like a massive wwe head yeah and like literally like when wrestlers started to reach out like the big show uh, started following me on Twitter yeah. um, when Becky Lynch um, followed me on uh, Instagram and DM'd me. Um, when like um, you get like all like Cleveland Browns players sure. reaching out to me. Um, I had people in the music scene like I may or may not have um, Flow Riders number. In, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I may or may not have Dude, Timberland's we, contact. You do, know what I do mean? Do we call Flow Rider right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. No, we're not. I wish, no, we can't do yeah. that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's literally just a eye-opener to say, like, I love love my fans and I love pe- people who, like, appreciate me, but it's kind of just another, like, kick in the gut when you get... Kicking the tuchus. Yeah. <laughs> I almost used a bad word. I, and yeah, I we, can, we can beep it out. So we just swear, <laughs> no. we'll just beep it out. Yeah. No, but like it's another like hit when you like people who you idolized for years are saying that they're a fan of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's humbling. I may or may not have shed a tear with a few of these interactions. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, to be able to get that recognition, especially for something that you're deeply passionate mm-hmm. about too, yeah. I think that goes the extra mile. Right. You know, and I mean... It's like one thing where like I was working these more traditional jobs here in Cleveland, Mm -hmm. I was always able to make like a progressive movement, good pay, a type of job where most people would say, oh, wow, this is like a a great opportunity. But it was a job. It was a job. I was working for somebody else and it was like something I wasn't passionate about. And then when I decided that I needed to take that plunge to pursue this voiceover thing, even at the beginning when I wasn't making too much money, it was like just such a driving force behind me because it was something I really cared about i really loved doing i don't yeah. care if i only made 200 dollars that week it was something i was passionate about yeah so. and besides besides passion you know you can have passion but necessarily maybe not drive what was the drive that got you over that hump of being like all right let's let's rock and roll well when i decided i was going to take that plunge i talked to my wife then girlfriend mm-hmm. um and i laid it out on the line i said i want to do this um, but i can't guarantee that it's going to um take off yeah and she said, 
I got you. She, of course, was still working full time. And what a ride or die, bro. And yeah. that's why I knew I had to put that ring on it. And she yeah. said that, you know, I got us in case things falter or whatnot. Yeah. And then I was like, I need to make this work for her. Because she deserves wow. to be taken care of now. Because wow. she, proved, she proved to me that she is, like you said, that ride or die. Yeah. And that was probably that driving force. I needed to prove it to her that she wasn't wasting her time with some bum. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is, that, that's a powerful thing. But also yeah. how you know that you have the right partner with you. For sure. For sure. You know what I mean? I'm glad I found her before things really started to take off for me. Because I, it's funny when you reach, when you get like bigger, you never know who's really for you. Sure. I know she's for me because she's been rocking with me before I was anybody. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. How, how do you now have that? Do you have a little bit of a filter of this person likes me because I'm famous or this person likes me for me? Do, is there some, is there a, a way that you try to filter that out or is I it mean, just, it's tough, but um, a lot of people make themselves known um, because if they start asking for favors, yeah, first conversation, yeah, it's kind of a telltale. That's a um, yeah. but then you get people who are super nice to you, and then you find out afterwards, or they find out afterwards, they who you are or whatnot, you know. But I try not to go into it with too much of a paranoia, sure, because that could be yeah. toxic too. Yeah. So I just try and take it as I, as yeah, come, you know. Just so you know, I just like you because you're famous. <laughs> well, vice versa. You know what I mean? Vice versa, bro. No, I've, I've had so much fun getting to know you, man. And, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a lot of fun. Um, so here's a question for you. you. Your tool, much like a surgeon, their tools are their hands. And uh, me, it's my hair, you know. Um, I don't have anything else besides that. What do you do to make sure that your voice stays luscious and silky and smooth? Oh, well, one... Staying hydrated. Yeah. Keep water. Um, I always keep tea at the house. What kind of um, tea are you rocking with? There's this one really good one by Traditional Medicinal. It's called Throat Coat. Okay. Um, it's a good one just to kind of, um, it helps like, I feel like it helps just kind of relax the larynx. Okay. Um, but then it's also like kind of a renowned voiceover remedy for like if something is going on in here, a little sore throat, a little bit of scratchiness or whatnot, it just kind of just soothes all ailments. I don't know the medicine or science behind it. Sure. Um, I don't know. You just know it all. works. And that's the best kind of medicine it is the one that placebo no effect i could be just <laughs> giving into the hype folks but hey, i mean but it even if it's works. a placebo it still works yeah, i believe in placebo works. effect I believe in it yeah you know absolutely I mean? so that tea water honey that's pretty much it and always cold weather just protecting the instrument you know yeah. what i mean just making sure you're bundled up you know yeah so are you ever going to leave cleveland because this is not good for the instrument the elements. Well, the thing is, is that I'd rather deal with the 30 degree, 20 degree foot of snow in the winter than go to California and deal with an earthquake. I get a that. A wildfire. Yeah. You know that, what I mean? That is the thing. I'm, I'm walking outside and it's snowing. It's cold. I haven't seen the sun in like three weeks, but I'm like, at least we don't have hurricanes. Mm -hmm. We don't have tsunamis. Yep. <laughs> you know, so... Yeah. You know, that, that's something that just keeps you going a little bit. Yeah, I got a Why cousin not? who stays in Clearwater, Florida, and every year she has to batten down the hatches Dude. because, you know what I mean, hurricane season. And I'm like, oh, you, just, you don't want to come back up north? You yeah. Want, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't deal with that. Just, I don't got it in the Just often. rent a hotel or know yeah. someone with a condo. I mean, there. I thought about snowboarding. I thought about maybe, like, you know, um, come October, November of every year, have some kind of property out, out west, and maybe I spend the three months, four months out there. Um, but I think Cleveland is home. Yeah, I've been able to do everything I'm doing here. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Yeah, and what is? I mean, now it's like probably even five, six, 
and definitely 10 years ago, if you wanted to do what you were doing, you'd probably have to be in L.A. Yeah, I mean, the advent of the uh, Internet or the prominence of the Internet has definitely helped everything. Um, just because. And then also the pandemic, too, of like now everything has become remote because everyone's learned that you can do remote. Yeah, I mean, like. Uh, even two or three years ago, I wouldn't be able to do what I've done for Cartoon Network or Discovery Channel or um, um, like Nickelodeon, uh, just because even though the internet was prominent, the bigger studios still wanted you there. Yeah, they still wanted yep. you to be in Orlando, New York, LA to record with their engineers in person. But the pandemic, if they wanted to keep the productions going, they had to give in and let people record from their home studios. And I am elated at the fact that after the pandemic, that they are still utilizing people's home studios. You know sure. I mean? Sure. And talking a little bit about that, you know, you've TikTok commercials, talk a little bit about how you've gotten recently into TV shows. Um, and the newest one is the Scott Pilgrim yeah. anime on Netflix. Yeah. That, that is huge. You know, yeah. tell, tell me about how, how that door opened up and right. now your, your role with it. Well, I mean, that came through my agent, my L.A. agent, um, SBV. And, um, you know, even when you have an agent, a lot of people don't understand. When you have an agent, you still have to audition. You still have to put yeah. yourself out there. And you, and you have to pay the that. agent. You know what I mean? <laughs> you think get 20%. And, um, 20%? So, 20 Wow. 20. Oh, that's, it's yeah. different in the TV game. No, it's the, like the, the standard is like 10%. No, 20 over here. 20 over here. man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and it's relatively fair. You know what but I mean? But, again, like, it's like I would rather have 20%. Or I'd rather have 80% yeah. of a million dollars than and they're, and they're 0, really good 100% of zero. And they're really good at negotiating by having that 20%. They're good with negotiating that that 20% is an additional. So, like, let's say the gig is, like, a $10,000 gig. They're really good at negotiating extra money to cover that so we don't see it. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So that's yeah. how it usually works out. But anyway, my agent sent me the opportunity. And, again, nothing's ever guaranteed. Um, and it's I've, I've kind of learned to not... Um, what's the word? Put for too it? many eggs in the basket. You know what I mean. I've learned to kind of just try and pick and choose my battles with my auditions because you get a lot, a lot of auditions all day, and if you yeah. try and tackle them all, something's going to falter. And usually, an anime something is not going to be something I normally go for, but you also miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah. Um. So auditioned, but you got to kind of set and forget it. So I had even forgot to audition. And then the week later, my agent calls me like, oh, they want you for a callback. And I'm like, okay, cool. Even the callbacks, you got to kind of just set in, forget it. Don't put too much stake into the game. And then they call me back like the day later and like, when are you available to record? And I'm like, Huh, okay, cool. And I yeah. had up watching Scott Pilgrim, the movie or whatever. It yeah. Is. I'm like, oh, this is really happening. And then um, a week later, we recorded the 10 episodes all in one day. It took about two hours to record. And then that was back in February. And it just debuted like three weeks ago or whatnot. So I'm sitting on it for like nine months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not allowed to say anything, NDAs and all that yeah. stuff. And um, when, it, when it premiered, I started getting all these phone calls and I started getting, because um, my line, one of my lines is the first line in the entire series. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah. And people just instantly recognized it. And I started getting calls, texts, DMs, like, oh, my God, you're on Scott Pilgrim. I hadn't even announced it. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I recorded it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just kind of a whirlwind, and it's still kind of snowballing from there, you know? So is that something that you want to continue to do is be in, like, these – be, like, a, a voice actor? Like, you're still a, a voice – what do you say, a voiceover artist? Like a and then, voice talent, like it's kind of like the technical, the all-encompassing term. Sure, know? but I mean, then yeah. you kind of want to bring this into more of a... Yeah, uh, like more like on the acting side of things. Yeah, and that's something I'm still getting training for too because me, I could do... It's a, a different voice. Promo. It is, it yeah. is. It's a different set of um, skills with the toolbox. And like me, I could do commercials and promos all day. But as far as like character acting, you know, I needed to kind of, to kind of sharpen the iron, if you will. Like, yeah. So that's where I even signed up for... Um, 
the um, Hood School of Acting here in Cleveland nice. to learn the Meisner technique and a little improv and stuff like that. Sure. Again, just to kind of learn to not just be Mr. Promo and commercial, to kind of be able to mold a character if the, you know, situation ever called for it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's so exciting, though. <laughs> Man. And, I, and, and he's, I, I knew him when. You know? Oh, bro. Unreal. Unreal. Uh, so, so what's kind of, what would you say that your, like, ultimate goal would be in your career as you're sitting here right now. Got you. I mean, like the cliche thing with a lot of us voiceovers and I, I fall into that cliche is um, a movie trailer, blockbuster yeah. movie trailer. That's probably the one thing that I've wanted to do on this side of things that I haven't done yet. I've done a lot of indie movie trailers um, and I've done a lot of like smaller films or whatnot. Um, but I haven't done that blockbuster trailer yet. And it's funny because I'm actually friends with uh, two or three of the guys who are like the voices doing the blockbuster movie trailers or whatnot. Really? And it's a very small catalog of people. I was going to um, say, it's, it seems like there's five. There's like four or five. There's like two girls and three gals. and No, I'm sorry, two girls and three guys. Mm -hmm. And um, once you break into it, you do all the work, especially since um, about 10 years ago, Don LaFontaine, he passed. He was mm -hmm. the guy. He was doing everything yeah and when he passed um it opened up to about uh three or f two or three guys and then as of the last few years the studios have been letting um a few more female voices yeah. uh, get into the game too um but it's like those five folks are dominating it and it's only going to be those fives until like another timber is needed or until one of those falls off so it's really hard to break into that little category of things but yeah. once you're in there you'll do everything what I, what I think is minor discrimination is that they never have a pipsqueak voice in there. You know, it's, a, it's always the God voice. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's the one area. We need a voice for the pipsqueaks. That's the one area where, like, the conversational read has not blown up. Because as of the last few years, on the commercial promo side, even, like, um, the TV side of things, um, people don't want the booming voice of God anymore. People want the guy next door mm. because it's more relatable. Um, but trailer is still the one area yeah. where they need that one man, one desire. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's where they still want that. And that's the word. That's what's in demand right now. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you did something, you, you uh, did a voiceover today and I'm just yeah. because of NDA, I'm not going to, no, I got you. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. Tell yeah. Us. Or can well, you say who it is? No, I can say, yeah. yeah, I have a client with the discovery channel and we um, do a show. Um, I do dubbing for a Dutch coast guard show. And um, basically the show is all, you know, obviously Dutch and, it airs on American broadcast and American YouTube or whatnot, and I am the voice of one of their um, captains. Okay. Um, and I just got to overdub the Dutch, you know, speaking. Yeah. How does it... You didn't go into that detail. That is <laughs> oh, no, interesting. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, um, you know, I... I patch in with their producers. They play the video on. I try and match the timing of their voice and or the timing of their speaking as much as possible um just to kind of make it sync for, with the video or whatnot um and they picked me because i have a similar timber and voice to the actual captain or whatnot okay um but it's just overdubbing you know what i mean it's like almost like the telemundo type not telemundo but like you know if you're watching something sure Spanish, with subtitles you know, yeah exactly. sure yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so when you know, like today they kind of called you on a, on a whim. Is yeah. there like a warm up routine that you need to yeah. do? Like what, what, what do you walk me through that a little bit? Um, well, me, I just wake up and I start doing like, I don't know if any like singers are out there, like the vocal trills, uh, the, 
like that type of thing. You know, what I mean, just kind of warm up the body, and then yeah. like I might do maybe a little karaoke, maybe a little Josh do you? Turner. Honestly, Josh know, Turner, I'm yeah. your man. That yeah, one, baby, yeah. lock the door and turn the lights down low. You know, yeah. I sing for maybe about ten minutes, and then I got a tongue twister book here and there, and I try and do like thirty minutes of warm ups because you just never know. Thirty how minutes, long. yeah, like thirty minutes, and because you never know how long these sessions are going to be, so you really got to make sure the tongue is loose, the lips are loose, the throat is relaxed. You know what, what is I mean? your tongue twisters? That what's your favorite one? Oh God, it's that the classic um, rubber baby buggy bumpers, rubber baby buggy bumpers. You know what I mean? And me, I have a pretty predominant lisp that I have to fight every day. You do? Yeah, yeah. I, have, I fight it every day. Like if you listen back, you'll you'll catch it. I hide it pretty well, but if you're looking for it, it'll come up. Um, but is that like, something that you've had to like when you were growing up? Did you have had, a lisp, or did you? The funny thing is, I probably had it my whole life, but I had no idea I had it until the internet started to tell me I had a lisp on TikTok. I'm like a first year on TikTok. People started to say, "Oh, his lisp is so weird." Oh, his lisp is so cute oh wow how do you work with that lisp in voiceover and i'm like what are you talking about and then i started to listen back at my videos my old voiceovers my old voiceover demo and i'm like sob i do have a lisp and then it started to bug me i'm trying to i'm trying to hear it oh no it's there i promise you if you you zone in you'll hear it. i even i posted a video yesterday yeah and like the first couple of words it's super there i even had to post it in i had to mention it in the uh, description of the video because it was just bugging me and i'm like i want to mention it before someone else mentions it um and um it's part of the reason why i got my teeth corrected because i had a massive gap um but i had invisalign last year to kind of just help with that and i've been in speech therapy yeah uh, for the last year or so too to kind of help me get over it um Leave anyway. it to the internet just to pull something, an insecurity Bro. that you didn't even know that you had. What the heck? Bro, honestly. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's I've had it, and um, the internet just kind of brought it to my attention. And even, I just forgot the original question you asked me that led me to that. What I don't even that? know. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, what, the like warm the, the warm-up stuff. Yeah. yeah, so, like, the warm-ups. Oh, she sells, she sells by the seashore, because that's one to kind of help me break out that list, because all the S sounds. Sure. So that's a go-to um, warm-up of mine, just to kind of just break myself out of that, just to learn how to manage it for yeah. that day you know what i mean interesting yeah. so w kind of going on, on that a little bit i yeah. was uh you know i'm from northern illinois so yeah. it's right near wisconsin and you know growing up i was like i have no accent i am a midwest boy and yep. i don't sound like i'm from you know boston or yeah. the south or whatever it, it may be and then I sent a tape to someone in LA mm -hmm. and they were like, yeah, you know, like you're good. You got, you know, good chops and you just sound like you're from Canada. And Bro, I was well, like, honestly. I do. Yeah. And I had to like, really, like he kind of pointed it out to me. I was like, okay. And okay. And now looking back on it, I was like, I, I might've been like Austin from Sheboygan because I was like, <laughs> Oh yeah, there, uh, you know, Hey, welcome to the news here today. Uh, we're really excited to have you. I'm like, oh so that's something that, and now I look back, I've even shown my wife videos of yeah. when I was in my first station in Rockford. She's like, you don't even sound like yourself. Oh bro. Like, so actually with this Bally sports stuff, I, they were the ones that kind of helped me realize that I do have some kind of accent, whatever you want to call it, um, Northwestern because, or, or North, whatever we are. Yeah, and, um, a Great Lakes accent. A Great Lakes yeah. accent because um, recently um, with the um, in-season tournament, um, we were starting to record those spots and I'm doing Cavaliers for the in-season tournament or I'm saying tournament I was saying Cavaliers are in the in-season in tournament and she's like oh, okay well so, well, I think it's your accent breaking through stuff uh, can you say tournament instead of tournament and I'm like oh my accent I'm like okay yeah. in-season tournament yeah your accent's still coming through stuff on and I'm like so, Margot, what accent are you talking about? I'm trying to be nice, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's, a little, he's still hearing a little bit of that Midwestern uh, twang. And I'm like, I don't think I have a Midwestern 
twang Margot, but let's let's see, let's try and work past it. You know what I mean? And then I'm listening back and I'm listening to other VOs and I'm listening to other spots for like Fox or whatever it is. I'm like, oh, there is a difference. Yeah. And I'm listening to other Midwesterners. I'm like, oh, I do talk like that, huh? Okay, yeah. so, yeah. you know, that's our realization. Right. Other well, people bringing those insecurities upon us. And, and well, you know, it kind of comes with the territory. Yeah. When, when your job is literally to talk and, you know, present news, or in your case, you know, do, do promos, yeah. uh, people call you out on all different things. Every day. You know, all, day. all the time. Yeah. The other day, a lady told what was it man i was saying something and she called i i say yeah a lot yeah. you know i also i don't know it's just like some of those things where people just like you're doing a great job honey just so you know i uh, <laughs> don't say it that way but people are i am with like that with with names and yeah. names of towns if you screw mm. up so when i first got here i was pronouncing i'd never heard of it it was uh, you know, Worcester, Ohio, Ohio. I pronounced it Wooster. I thought it was Wooster. It's no, it's not. It's Worcester. 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 W. It's it's spelled W O O S T E R, but it's Worcester. It's Worcester, and not because I was like Wooster. I've been saying Wooster for all thirty-four years of my life. Oh, hey, you learned and something I, today. And I don't plan on stopping. Now yeah. it's Worcester. No. Well, because I, I I know that because the yeah. moment I said it, I got like three emails, um, <laughs> and they were like, "You idiot, go back to Illinois, idiot." <laughs> I had no idea. I learned something today, folks. Wow. Yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, and then I I will not call someone their name unless I am 110% sure oh, of the name. Oh, bro, that's why everybody's boss or chief with me, because I've <laughs> notorious, up, bro? I'm notorious for just just not knowing names or mispronouncing names. And even if I know your name, like for sure, it's just such a habit just to call everybody boss or chief because I am so terrible with pronouncing, remembering, or pronouncing correctly. Yeah, name, you know? yeah. I, it's like you said, it's easy with guys because there's a lot of covered names for guys. Yeah. They can be like, what's up, bro? Mm -hmm. What's up, dude? What's yeah. up, man? What's uh -huh. up, chief? What's yeah. up, boss? Mm -hmm. With women, it's a little harder. Oh, I'm not, because yeah. it's kind of insulting if I like call like a woman as a bro. Yeah. Like, you I'll know. I'll just say sis. I'll just like, hey, what's up, sis? You yeah, I can't, I mean? I, see, I can't come. I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's awkward, but it's like, I'd rather call them sis opposed to call them Carol and the name is Beth. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah um, all right. So one thing I wanted to talk to you about that has kind of come your brand mm -hmm. is the snack wrap, the McDonald's snack wrap. Mm -hmm. Do you believe it's yeah. coming back? See, and that's the thing. McDonald's has lied to us so many <laughs> times again, bro. And it's like I have Stockholms at this point where it's like I almost want to embrace the lie when I embrace the abuse. Um, but I don't know. It, they, they mentioned it in a marketing meeting. Um, so you would hope. Did they, they bring you up by name? I don't think they did this time. Okay, they've talked about me before. Have, I, actually, yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Like they follow me on TikTok and they follow me on McDonald's. So they're they, fans of you. I, they may not be fans because I haven't always said the best thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. But maybe they at least want to keep tabs on me just to see what visceral lava I'm going to spout about them this week. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but they're aware of me. They know I exist for better or for worse. It's gotta you know feel I mean? good though. Yeah, it's it's, it's a eye-opening experience like you're being watched by the yeah. big boys you know i love that for you <laughs> um what's something you know you have so many followers but it's you know the, the to lack of a better word the, the the facade of you of what you want to put out into the world what's maybe something that people would be surprised to to know about you oh i mean i mean the most recent thing is that i played bass in a prince and the revolution tribute band for about four years let's go yeah 
Let's go. <laughs> yeah, how many instruments do you play? Um, I play, I'll say two solidly. Uh, I can kind of bass and my, guitar, bass and guitar, but I yeah. can diddle my way around drums and keys if I needed to. Drums, I could never do. Drum. I play guitar. Yeah, but oh, like, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, not very well. I mean, <laughs> I I was like super like super into guitar when I was yeah. in high school, a gotcha. little into college, and yeah. I literally picked it up for the first time yesterday for the first time in like a month and very a half cool. or something like that. But nice. yeah, no, don't be impressed. No, don't be impressed. <laughs> no, I'm nothing to write home about. <laughs> I used to just be like, I'm gonna learn a song, yeah, and I'm gonna impress everybody, yeah. And now I'm like, well, people just sing along with me. You know, I'm gonna play A G. D and E minor. That's all, just you need. On, that's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need. I mean, to get some people going. Just some campfire songs. Just campfire songs. Yeah. That's it. For days. I'm the campfire song guy. But also, you know, because you don't want to be the guy diddling around on guitars. Yeah. It's like, look at this idiot. Like, no, see, I was that guy because I wanted to impress people at first. Yeah. So I was that guy. I learned my I think I think every chords. guitar player goes yeah. through that. Oh, yeah, because I, I was that guy. Like, I'd show up at Wade Oval with my guitar. No. And I wanted to be that guy that sat under a tree, sitting on a blanket. By yourself? Playing, like, Time of My Life by Green Day. Oh. You know what I mean? By mm-hmm. myself, hoping to attract a crowd. <laughs> was that your ultimate goal? <laughs> that was like, my goal. Like, this is how I'm going to make it big. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to Wade Oval. <laughs> I had a vision. I was going to show up to Wade Oval, play my guitar. A couple people would, 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 would stop and listen. Then I, a couple people would turn into 10. And then before I knew it, I was signed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Literally. In reality, you got like 13 cents from some guy that was just like, can you just exactly. shut hey. Like, look at this homeless man with yeah. a nice voice. Here's a few quarters. I, <laughs> sir. Say more gesture. You know what I mean? Sir, I have a request. Oh, yes, please. Stop. <laughs> That's where it usually ended off. That's where it usually led to. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, real quick before, I want to do a fantasy draft with you. Let's do it. I, I do want to talk about, before we get to that, um, yeah. you're speaking at Vocation 2024 in Cancun. Tell me about that. Yeah. So I, I did the um, voiceover circuit pretty heavy about a year and a half ago, but um, last year I couldn't really do it because of some family stuff. Um, but now I got an opportunity to speak at one of the probably most fun, most out there, most unique voiceover conventions um, out here in our realm of things. Yeah. Every year of vocation, they go somewhere just extravagant to host. I also a pronounced workshop. that wrong. I realized um, vocation that makes so much oh, sense. To be honest, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Oh, okay. Um, I just so. said vocation, but now, now I, vo is a no, vo is yeah. No, no worries, no worries, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Okay, um, yeah. But I got offered the opportunity to go to Cancun and talk about um, social media and voiceover, and I was like, yes, please, let's make that happen. Yeah. Um, so it's coming up in. Uh, this April, like the end of last week of April, I'll be out in Cancun teaching voiceover and teaching social media. So what's your message going to be for that? Because I think yeah. that's super um, interesting mm-hmm. to be able to now be in a position where you can share some of your knowledge. Because yeah. that's, I mean, I'm, I haven't been in, I've been in this business for 10 years. Yeah. Okay. And I love talking to college students sure. a, a lot because I when I was a college student, yeah. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Definitely. I would be on TV for free, you know? <laughs> and I just like thought it was like the coolest thing ever. But yeah. like, yeah, it has to be awesome to be in that position now. No, I mean, honestly, um, I, I've done a few of these conventions before. And my message is just always to use social, like we were talking before, use social media, this free marketing, free branding, free promotion, networking, um, just to um, eat one, create a brand, two, promote your brand, and three, just to kind of vent, have fun, you know? Yeah. Um, and to be able to say that people are reaching out to me to teach this thing, it's humbling to know that I have a little bit of a presence online, enough to say 
that people want me to show them how to do it, you know, humbling. Yeah. Probably the only word that comes to mind for it. Sure. And, and now that I'm, I'm thinking about this too, you're like most famous TikTok sound is the, oh, this yeah. is a work of art. Yeah. This is bull. <laughs> My bread and butter at that, this point, honestly. And that was, yeah. that's like a, probably three, two, three years old now at this it point? It is. It's three years old and it came um, by accident. I literally it. was just making a, honestly, one of my videos just kind of create controversy, just kind of get a conversation going. I was doing like back and forth between um, paralleled food, like Pop-Tarts compared to toaster strudel, <laughs> flats compared to um, drums and stuff like that. Like this is, ah, this is, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, and then people started to use the sound for like fashion, for, um, 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 I have business. seen it on so many things. Yeah, you know what I mean? And It's then, like an OG TikTok sound. And now. then people started to kind of pull the sound. There was a guy, um, Dub C, he put into one of his songs or whatnot. I had to reach out to him and say, hey, I need a little bit of cheddar for that. Um, and, um, he did? You know, yeah. Did, he, did oh, you get paid? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he yeah. took care of me. He took care of me. He understood. He didn't understand that he was kind of stealing my voice. Yeah. And money from <laughs> I had to explain to him, like, hey, I need a little something for that. Yeah. Um, but then... Um, the pinnacle of that is that Hidden Valley Ranch reached out to me. Wow. And they wanted to buy the rights to it. Oh, and dude, I'm the like, king of kings. you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, we can't buy the rights to it because I still want to use it, but let's strike a deal. And we struck that deal and it became um, a voice of their, it became the voiceover for one of their national campaigns, TV yeah. campaigns. You know what I mean? So, you know, it went from literally a dumb 30 second TikTok to a national advertising campaign on TV. Dude, and especially. For Hidden Valley Ranch. For Hidden Valley Ranch. For us Midwestern folk. Bro, you know what I mean? Dude, ranch is everything. Exactly. (laughs) I was telling someone about this the other day, is that, so I'm, you know, Northern Illinois, um, very close to Wisconsin, even going into Wisconsin. I was five minutes away. I got you. I love cheese curds. Oh, oh, duh, definitely. Duh, you know, come on. (laughs) I would go to like these pretentious places. Yeah. And and even like, it's a little bit, kind of prevalent in Wisconsin too, of like, you know, can I have cheese curds? Mm-hmm. And then can I also have a side of ranch? Yeah. And they, all the time. Mm. Oh, our cheese curds are so good that you don't need ranch. I got it's cute, like, but eh. here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I never, yeah. like, I, I don't need it to live. Yeah, of course. But it, I want it, yeah, and it I always want it. I would like to request it. I like to have that option. And it's like, know? okay, so I could take your really, really good cheese curds. Yeah. And you want to know how I can elevate them? Yeah. A little dunker over ranch. Yeah, why not yeah. take the 10 and elevate it to a 12? Why would yeah. you not want that opportunity? You yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. It doesn't make sense. And it, I actually, I feel like I was late to the game on the cheese curd game because my first time having cheese curds were, were actually at... Um, Oliver's. Bro, like literally, yeah. I had my first time. I had never heard of just fried cheese balls or whatnot, and then I had theirs, and I'm like, okay, I must explore this realm more. That's, that's God you talking to I mean? us through food. Honestly, right you there. know what I mean? Yeah. It's an out-of-body experience, you know what I mean? I, thank God that Culver's is not pretentious, because uh, they God. they do not scoff, they do not bat an eye. Maybe no. in the back of their mind in Wisconsin they're thinking that. Maybe at the but corporate also, office, you know what I mean? I don't care. We don't care about yeah. their feelings. Yeah. Just feed us our cheese curds. Bro. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so now that we've talked about cheese curds, I think we get to the fantasy draft. And so, I want to talk about, let's do the fantasy draft of the best fast food items. Okay. Okay, okay. so Go like... Bur- like a burger or yeah. you know, something like that. Of course. You're the guest okay. and the professional. Yeah. I will let you go first. Okay. Just so we'll do a snake draft. You you go first, back and forth type deal, okay. and we'll do four rounds. And just to clarify, we're doing like just general things, not like specific from this brand. We're just doing like a this. No, a, no, no, no. We're doing specific. Sounds good. Okay. Specific. I got you there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. First round, I am going to say... 
Oh, easy one. The fries at rallies. Fries at rallies. Mm-hmm. Or checkers, if you're in the part of the country that calls it checkers. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but fries from rallies or checkers. I, I wasn't expecting. That is your favorite fast food item? That might be the most universal one. I'll say that is my most agreeable favorite. Okay. I'm go with a draft that just makes people say, ah, you know what? He's right about that. <laughs> That's yeah. All right. Thinking yeah. strategically over here. Uh-huh. I'm going to go Crunchwrap Supreme. Taco Bell. That was my number two. <laughs> God. Right. Dude, you got to take right. the. You, you, yeah. I'm just coming out swinging. You have to. Pal. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Got you. So I got to go with the Taco now, Bell. Now you're pick. getting serious. I got to go with the Taco Bell pick. We're going to say the Doritos Locos Tacos from Taco Bell. Not a bad pick. Mm-hmm. Not a bad pick. Yeah. All right. Ooh, so here's the thing. Mm. Do, I want, do I want to cater to the Cleveland crowd? Uh, I see where you're going already. Mm. I think I'm not going to like this. Galley boy, Swenson. Son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> oh, God. See, I even gave you the first thing, pick. No, my thing. No, no. Oh, you don't like I Galley I would boy. never pick Swenson's. Because oh, okay. Swenson's is like literally just so. And, and people are going to jump me. People are going to find my house for this. Um, but like literally Swenson's is so overrated. Like literally there's nothing good Go about off, that dude. restaurant at Go all. Off. Like literally they don't season their fries. I've asked them like, hey, can I put a little extra salt on my fries? Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't do that. We'll give you salt packets. And I'm like, you are a customer service based restaurant. <laughs> I made you a request. If I asked you to not put cheese on my burger, you do that, but you're not going to put salt on my fries. And then when people were hyping up Swenson's for so long before the one over there on um, Cedar Road came by me, and I was hyped. I was literally passionate. I was like, oh, my God, the content's going to be off the wall. And I took that first bite of that raggedy burger, and I was like, (laughs) oh, so this is a disappointment. I got to tell the world about why this is such a disappointment. And literally, I made that video, and literally another one of those moments where people were at my throat. You would have thought I talked crap about Mother Teresa. Literally, people (laughs) were just so passionate about these little half-baked burgers, and I just never understood the hype. So you do you, bro, but it's like... uh. So he doesn't like my number two pick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, to say the least. It's okay if you want to eat it. I will say this. The burgers, if nothing else was open, I just needed a, a, a patty. You know what I mean? I just needed a burger. I, I, you I, still wouldn't go. I, I drive 10 minutes for it, but I wouldn't choose it over. What about the jalapeno poppers? It's food. <laughs> it's food, yeah. N- so. Noted. <laughs> not a Swenson's guy. That's not me. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's not my cloud. You know, you know what I mean? No. All good. All right. All right. You got, uh, what, you're on pick number three? I'm on my pick number three. So what do you have so far? You have the rallies, uh, rallies fries, and yep. the Doritos Locos tacos. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fast food. Just so you know, these are all, all time. You can pick any menu. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I think I'm going to go with the McNuggets. The McDonald's McNuggets. It's a classic. Classic. It's right down the middle. Just yeah. that that's that's a three hundred yard drive. It's a standard. You know, you know right I mean? to, yeah. Industry yeah. standard, if you will. It is good. Yeah. Um, all right. I did have nuggies on there too. <laughs> um Chick-fil-A, chicken sammy. It's like you're like telepathies in there somewhere. You just know yeah. where I'm gonna go. Except and just the galley boy. The yeah. galley boy. I don't know where you got. That. Yeah. I don't know how that. Why that? I respected you before that one. Um, but um, all right. But fair, fair. The Chick Fil A. The Chick Fil A. Um, we are going to go. We don't have any sweets in here. We're gonna go with the um, old McDonald's apple pies. The old fried McDonald's apple pies. Yes. Before we got all health conscious and we started to care about living long. Ooh. I love I mean? that people went out. I mean, I understand if you're like lying about putting things in your 
uh, you know, products or food yeah. or like putting the public at risk. Yeah. I love that people come after McDonald's and be like, you guys aren't healthy. It's like, what no kidding. Expecting? Like, what'd you, what'd you Burgers expect? Burgers are fine. She thought we were going to find out that that burger was 50 calories. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. you really thought that the animal like, fat was, like, good for y'all. I full well know that when I take a bite of a McDonald's burger yeah. and there's grease dripping down my hands, <laughs> that this is not going to be good for my longevity. You know what I mean? We're here for a good time, not a long time. A exactly. no, I, I'm joking with that. But it's like, you know, moderation. <laughs> yeah. We're not eating this stuff every day. And you'd be surprised how people come at me in my comments like oh wow you don't have long to live because you eat this stuff every day and i'm like no i literally post one food review a week the rest of my stuff is like lists and you know what i mean like you i post this one burger video a week yeah and people think it's literally all i eat three meals a day seven days a week yes. and whatnot like bro you are seeing two maybe three meals i eat per week and even then it's like a bite here and there and you're assuming my whole life revolves around this type of food. Yeah. You're seeing a snippet of my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Moderation. Enjoy your burger. Enjoy your fries. Just don't make it an everyday thing. You absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Um, so you're up. We've got on. one more pick. One more pick. I'm at, okay, so you, you have the Raleigh fries. The, um, Doritos Locos Tacos. Yeah. I have the um, McNuggies, and I have the fried apple pie by McDonald's. Was oh, that for? I think that was my four. That was that's my four. four. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can count now. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, all right, so it's my last pick. I think so. <sighs> lordy, lordy, lordy. No pressure, no pressure. What do I have, no what do I have so far? I have cheesy good, or the uh, uh, Crunch Wrap Supreme. Supreme. You have the Galley um, Boy. Galley Boy. And I have the Chick-fil-A sandwich. <laughs> Give me the Culver's Butter Burger. Let's go, baby. Solid. Let's go. Just ridiculously solid okay thank you i, 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 I really like my list it's not <laughs> a bad it. list i dig yeah. it yeah. Uh, that the um culver's was another one where i was kind of late on the draw my first time having culver's was two years ago mm. yeah, yeah well it was just introduced to northeast ohio are they only that that young over here yeah really? yeah so like i grew up like going to culver's i've okay. had it my entire life gotcha. um and when they opened here yeah i call i got on the phone the moment i saw them and i was like yeah. i am coming live there because <laughs> i want to make sure that with my little platform yeah. that you guys stay strong oh, and they've stayed strong they've actually increased their 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 footing they started in avon and yeah. then they're in two different locations yeah one's like strong over there, uh, close to like Parma or like somewhere on the west side. I know there's one. That's the one I know of. Yeah. I know there's like two or three around here. And I hate that there's not one closer to my little sector of the east side because whenever I get that itch, I have to drive about 35 minutes. Yeah. But I do drive that 35 minutes Dude. when I have that itch. You know what I mean? It's the best. Oh, also, God. butter burger, like low key, <laughs> one of the best hangover foods of all. Oh, time. yeah, for sure. The grease soaks up all the uh, mm. the badness. You know what I mean? For sure. Love it. Love yeah. it. Um, all right. What do you want to get off your chest? Um, as we're winding down here, this has been fun. Yeah, it's been a blast. It's always a blast when it's me and you. You know, yeah. the two snacks of Cleveland. Dude, absolutely. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, there's nothing. Just uh, follow me on social media. S underscore Johnson underscore voiceovers on all platforms. Every last little bit counts. I love talking about Cleveland. It seems like my Cleveland fans follow me more so on Instagram than anywhere else. And I love you guys for yeah. it. Um, but follow me on TikTok. Follow me on YouTube. And because I want to spread the Cleveland love everywhere and my cleveland videos don't do well anywhere other than instagram because i don't have a big cleveland fan base and i would love to get more of a cleveland fan base over on tiktok so i can spread the cleveland love more on tiktok with my 7.7 .7 million followers so follow me there yeah join the party over there join yeah. join the small nation there we that go. the snack daddy had <laughs> uh real quick speaking of cleveland yeah <clears throat> how are the browns gonna finish this year 
we are doing so good this year, guys. Isn't it unbelievable? Bro, like, I went to my first Browns game um, about a month ago. Yeah. And just the What energy, game was it? It was um, a Steelers. Ste yeah, oh, okay, Steelers, nice. You yeah, know yeah. What I mean? yeah. That one where we pulled that out of our butts. Yeah. Um, and you know <laughs> what I mean? Because it didn't look good there for a hot little second. Um, but then just the energy, the dog pound. We weren't in the dog pound, but the dog pound was right to our left. And yeah. um, literally just the energy, the tailgating. You know what I mean? And it looks like we're going to do something this year, guys. Dude, Joe um, Flacco? Bro, bro. So this is going to be released in a few weeks. So I hope they're still doing great yeah. and like nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. um, maybe we record two things like, oh, gee, dang it, the Browns. Yeah. Yep. Uh, poop. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> cut it. The Browns are awesome. Dude, did you see that game? Unbelievable. Oh, Unbelievable. We're going to the playoffs. We, it looks like it. You know what I mean? It is pretty incredible what they've yeah. been able to do and how many injuries that, they, that they've that they had. I've seen, I follow McNeil yeah. on, on Twitter yeah. and he posted a Browns advent calendar of all the people that are out for the season <laughs> for the Browns. It's like, he's like, this is the saddest advent calendar of all time. <laughs> and it's like after every injury, it seemed like for like two weeks there, you know, or like about a month, like every week someone was just getting injured and it's just like, and it's you continuing. Know, and it's like, we have the, ah, and then someone gets busted up and then it's like, ah, and then someone gets busted up or whatnot. Yeah. And, but we are just making it happen. And it's like, I feel like I may be the good luck charm of the Browns. Potentially. Because this yeah. is the first year that I've really been watching. It, yeah, and it's like we're oh, doing something. You've lived here for 34 years, and this is the first time you've Bro, watched the Browns. It's you... almost like a peer pressure thing. We're like, now that I'm really kind of just just kind of prominent in the city, people yeah. always ask me about, oh, what about them Cavs? What about them Browns? What about them Guardians? And I'm like, you also uh, do the voiceover for the teams. You should have a little bit of knowledge. You know what I mean? So it just became a thing where it's like, it's kind of stupid for me to be recording the commercials and promos for these teams and not be watching the sports. Yeah. Um, so I've just made it a point to start making it to the games, start paying attention. And it's like, I see why people watch football now. Yeah. The, the crap's exciting. And, you know, I'm just trying to really just live up the culture of Cleveland, the Cleveland sports scene at this point. You know I what love I mean? it. I love it. All right. You crapped on um, Swenson's. Give right, some please. love to a local cleveland spot that you love oh yeah that you think other people should also check out oh um black box fix is easily one black um, box fix black black box fix um okay. my favorite location is in legacy village um they're a small locally owned um they do everything from like sandwiches and it's super indulgent. It's not health food. Yeah. You'll be seldom to find anything. The snack daddy's not giving calories. health food recommendations. We're not doing no, that. Come We're on. Not so that's that. not, not on right brand. Now. Not right now. Well, actually I have something actually my next one after this, but black Ooh, box okay. fix okay. um, is um, just uh, sandwiches, um, really indulgent pastas, um, just fried fish, fried chicken, things like that. Elevated soul food, if you will. I love that. Um, but then something on the slightly healthier side. Okay. Squash. Squash the beef if you're a vegan. Squash the beef. Squash the beef. I've never heard of it's, either. I'm it's glad a cute you're name, I'm right? Glad I Squash asked you this. the beef. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like it's like super indulgent vegan food. Like if you want vegan mac and cheese, if you want um, a vegan chicken sandwich, if you want um, um, just all greens cooked really good vegan with no meat, um, things like that. Um, and they're solid on like the sandwich side of things too. Um, they're just very very good. Yeah. Um, and then I also recently discovered um, Tutto Carne in Little Italy. Yeah. Um, a really good steak house bistro kind of a thing. They're actually um, locally sourced um, beef from the Village Butcher over there on Mayfield or whatnot. Um, probably the most solid, like, prime rib I've ever had in my life. Um, great Love steaks it. there, too. Um, those may be my top three. And I'm sorry if I'm forgetting anybody. I've literally covered literally about 100 restaurants in the last five months. So. Yeah. It's, it's tough to think of everybody at the same time. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Uh, Stefan, this has been awesome. We're at like at an hour right now. That flew by, man. Oh, man. It's Look always at fun, go. bro. Look at us go. All right. We'll see for the next time. Oh, the absolutely. Snack Daddy himself, ladies and gentlemen. Check yeah, out Stefan Johnson. News Let's go, here. baby. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> uh, check him out. Honestly, one of my favorite followers that I've, I mean, an OG foul uh from from back in the day three years ago way back in my time on tiktok uh but yeah give him a give him a shout and uh good luck for the rest of the rest of the way and what you're doing man oh, also check him out bro. check out uh scott pilgrim as well the the new anime series on netflix you're killing it man oh bro i appreciate you yeah. i'm just trying to keep up with you bro yeah right okay yeah <laughs> all right thanks bro